So the title of my talk today is We Are the Bearer, We Are the Born. We are Mary, giving birth to that Christ. And we are the Christ itself. We are both. And I love that phrase in the song, when you kiss your little baby, you kiss the face of God. Guess what? When you kiss, or you kiss, or you kiss, or you kiss your little baby or anyone's, you kiss the face of God. I think there's a couple in the back, so if you want to avail yourself of that later, <laughs> I might try myself. That's who we are. That's who we're meant to be. And this idea of um, this, this writing in Luke, this proof that Jesus was God the, uh, and of David's lineage and the king of the nations, all of that stuff that it said in that passage, if you notice, it very much reflects what was said in that passage from Isaiah, that Old Testament passage where a prophet said, here's what's going to happen. And interestingly enough, Luke was the third gospel that was written many, many years after Jesus' death and after oral tradition had carried it down. And some stuff was added to Luke that wasn't in the other gospels. And interestingly enough, what was added was that they made what had been said by the prophet of old into, and this is what happened. There's all this kind of foreshadowing throughout the scripture. And is it a lie? No, it is not. It is a way of understanding what's happening here. What the writers of the gospels wanted people to know is that this message of love was new. It was not completely new, but taught in a different way than it had ever been taught before. That was the value of Jesus the Christ's teaching. He knew. He said, no, 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 no. It's not me. It's not little old human Jesus. It's the Father within me who does the works. And he dared to say, and that Father lives in me, not somewhere out there where I have to be good enough to not get zapped, but right here in me and in you and in everyone. This was a revolutionary teaching. We are that. We are the great I am. And so all of that stuff is just window dressing, right? To hopefully, I'm sure according to the gospel writers, make it a little more impactful. Like y'all need to understand how important this is. He was the king. He was of David's lineage. He was just like they said, whether it was just like they said or not. That was to make people listen. And then this angel, angel simply means messenger. And in our culture, it has come to mean specifically messenger from God. And so when the angel said, you will conceive even though you're a virgin and it will be God that is the father, the message here is of purity. And Yes, the gospel writers had some difficulty with, uh, if, if this is going to be God, then how can we say he's, um, you know, this ordinary guy is his father. We need to say that this extraordinary guy is his father, 
and that his mother was pure as the driven snow. And it doesn't matter. We are who we are. We're born how we're born. But that was what needed to be said according to them in antiquity. So all this means, this message from God, born of a virgin, is that you never have to accept the, the verdict of the physical. Just because it looks like it can't be done in the physical realm doesn't mean that the possibility doesn't exist in the spiritual realm. Because spirit can do anything. Spirit can do anything. And is it important that Mary's a virgin? It's not important to me. What's important is that we understand that that purity of God is born, is born into innocence. Now, was she a physical virgin? I have no idea, but I doubt it. This is a story that has been written in cultures for thousands of years before it was written in the Christian culture, right? Been in a lot of scriptures. It was in Egyptian scripture. It was in Mesopotamian scripture. That if they wanted to make somebody really special, it was born of a virgin. So is it important that Mary was a virgin? Yes and no. Because the idea of her being a virgin means he was born into innocence. Mary, who is part of us as well, remember in metaphysics, we're everyone in the story. We're the angel saying, listen, this is important. We're Mary going, ah, I don't know what's happening. Innocence, beginner's mind, the Buddhists call it. I haven't already had my mind made up. I haven't already decided this is how the world works. I'm open to what's happening. And I know from being a teacher for many, many years before I became a minister, um, the only people that you can't teach are the people who already know. Do you ever find that you already know? That's what's wrong with our country right now. Everybody already has their mind made up. Don't confuse me with information or facts. I've already made my decision. And if you made a different decision than me, then you are not of me. And all of that is, as the British would say, bollocks. <laughs> right? We are all one. We are all one. And so we don't have to accept the verdict of the physical, and we can come into any situation and let go of our preconceived notions. We can trust that there is something good for us. We can surrender to what is happening, not with eyes closed, with eyes wide open, taking in everything, and then magnify. I love that. My soul doth magnify the Lord. I, to me, what that means is I am paying attention to what the Spirit of God is saying within me today. Because I got to tell you, there's lots of days I'm not paying attention to that. My soul is not magnifying the Lord. It's magnifying the traffic. <laughs> or it's magnifying the number of boxes in my house that need to be unpacked. It's magnifying all kinds of things. But any moment 
that I can enter with beginner's mind and say, my soul doth magnify the Lord, then I know that idea, that divine spark, that spirit is alive in me. It already, it always was, but if I'm not paying attention to it, I'm not able to use it very well, right? So my soul doth magnify the Lord. We are the angel, we are Mary, and we are the child. We are the baby Jesus, the bearer and the born. All that comes from surrendering the physical world to the spiritual world, from knowing at all times that we can possibly remember that there is something higher, there's more going on than it looks like is going on. And imagine if you're in the grocery store line and you tell yourself, instead of, why do I always pick the longest line? You tell yourself, there's probably more going on than I know about. Let me open my eyes and open my mind and open my ears and open my heart. There's always more going on. Maybe it doesn't have to do with me. Maybe I'm not the center of attention at that point. Maybe the world doesn't revolve around me. Maybe there's someone else in line who needs my help. Maybe I just need to settle down and be where I am for a moment instead of four steps ahead or seven or 84. We are all that when we can surrender the physical to the spiritual, when we can say, yeah, 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 there's all this. And I'm not saying this isn't important. This body is the vehicle that we're given to navigate the earth. The ego is what we're given to help us navigate the physical. But if the ego's in the driver's seat, we live very sad and closed off lives. Whereas if we say, I love you, ego, go sit over there. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Christ's spirit, take the wheel. The better part of me, the higher part of me, the part who knows love is really my destiny and love is what I'm here to do. Love is all I'm here to do. When I let that part of me drive, then the ego can navigate what toothbrush I buy and what time I'm supposed to be at my doctor's appointment and all that kind of stuff, right? We don't have to shush the ego. We just don't let it drive. We don't let it drive. I'm going to sing a song in a minute, and it's my favorite Christmas song. <laughs> and there is this idea of um, falling on our knees and hearing the angel voices because the night is divine. Do we literally fall on our knees? Well, maybe. Have you ever been so taken aback that your legs just wouldn't carry you? Maybe so. But the idea is coming humbly to whatever it is before us. And that means beginner's mind. That means my mind is not already made up. I come going, I am ready to hear what is being shown me right now, to see what is being shown, to hear what there is for me to learn, to hear the angel voices, the messages from the divine. Not the messages from the divine out there, but the messages from the divine right in here, in head and heart. Because there's always messages from the divine in you and in me. I don't always listen to the messages from the, the divine. 
Often I'm listening to the messages from my ego, but any moment I can listen to the message from the divine is a moment when my faith is increased, when my peace is available to me, when the love that I am has an opportunity to get out in the world and really do its thing, when the joy of all of those things comes to me. We want to experience joy. We get to fall on our knees and hear the angel voices because every night is divine when we remember that it is. Thank you.